0: hi thanks for tuning in today um my interview today with dr tamana gundara was really fun insightful she practices um healing hands and also reiki and um is a practitioner based in the san diego california area but i'm in portland and i've worked with her remotely and i've had great benefit and she's wonderful and this is our conversation I want to make a brief note. It took me a little while to get back to edit this episode because my schedule got a little bit full. And so she will mention a couple things that she's working on that were present for the middle of April. Um, but you can always catch up with her current offerings and what she's got going on um, at her website, which she mentions, but I'll say it here really quickly Universal and follow her at the same name, Universal Healing Light, on Instagram. Um, but I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, she is a joy to work with and to connect with, and I hope you like her too. Thank you. Welcome to the Inner Light with Ellen podcast. This is I said evening because I'm recording late night here with my friend Tamana Gundara. I'm super excited to have Tamana on the show today. She is a doctor. She has her medical degree. She's wonderful. I have um, I have had healing work done on me by Tamana, which I have been really grateful for. And I have also just done um, energy readings and intuitive readings with Tamana in exchange. Cause we both do those and, um, it's been really great, but before I ramble on Tamana, can you just say hello? Hi everyone. Hi Ellen. Thank you for having me on your show. And, um, one of the things that I'm really wondering about is how did you get started? Cause I know that you're a traditionally like Western medicine trained practitioner. So I'm wondering like, um, what your story is for, for your energy work. Have you always been doing it or has it been kind of, a, a, a more recent arrival?
1: I've always had, I guess, spiritual awakenings, which I ignored throughout life, um, And then eventually got to a point where I couldn't ignore him anymore. And I was like, what's going on? And so on my journey to kind of figure out what was happening, I met another doctor who introduced me to Reiki. And so I started doing Reiki. And then just after seeing how much benefit people were having and um, with Western medicine, you know, medication doesn't work the same for everybody. Everyone's body is different. There's no like one shoe fits all. So it was nice to kind of have that and combine both and just, you know, the difference in patience was just so amazing that I couldn't ignore it anymore. Um, But initially when I went in and I was like, oh, this is like, it doesn't work, you know? So she was like, oh, you're going to have the hardest time because you have such a scientific mind and you're going to look for proof. And I did in the beginning. It was really hard for me because I was like, but how, but how, you know, she was like, just trust and do it. Um, and then over time, I just couldn't ignore it because seeing it and and the person, um, and started seeing inside the body, what was going on, I could pinpoint what was happening with the person and it was just so fascinating. I couldn't turn back after that.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah, your, your scientific mind arguing with sort of like the energetic and, spiritual, and then also just proof of people's conditions or situations improving. That's really cool. I'm really curious. Can you, are there any, um, spiritual awakening moments that you ignored earlier in life? I'm like, people are probably wondering what's the spiritual awakening moment and why did you ignore it? Or how did you ignore it? Like, do you have any memory of what they were? Um,
1: like seeing like clairvoyantly, I would see people who were about to pass or have just passed but I didn't know they passed I get flashes of them and I just like what was that and I guess uh, when I started doing Reiki I found out more um, she's like you've always been healing you just didn't know it Mm -hmm. Um, and even during practice during like clinicals and stuff even people who weren't my patients they'd be like oh can you sit with me for a bit and I never knew why. And I just felt like, oh, maybe they don't have visitors or, you know, no one's coming to see them and they're sad. So I'd sit with them and I'd hold their hand. <laughs> um, and she's like, no, you were healing people without even knowing. Like, it's always been a part of you. And so I was like, oh, wow. you know, Things made sense because throughout life, I was like, why do I just get myself into weird situations? Like, or do I just meet weird people or what is it? And all my friends would laugh because they're like, you get yourself in these scenarios where like... But it's like, I was attracting people who needed healing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pick that up till later. And I was like, oh, and even now, like in the dating world, I match with people. I'm like, oh, is this the actual person that's like potential? Or is this
0: a case? Or like, you know, where this person needs healing. <laughs> is this person for dating or for healing? Why did they show so, up? What? Um, <laughs> I mean, once you become, you start doing it so much, you just radiate that energy. Cause you know, your
1: whole aura feels, changes. Um, so you just kind of attract people who need a healing and that's what you're here for. Right. Um, I guess once I learned my spiritual stuff, I wanted to be like fair to both my, I guess, or life and my Western medicine and my spiritual path. Um, so I wanted to kind of, you know, combine both Eastern medicine and Western medicine and kind of give uh, my patients the best of both, you know, since, like if someone's stuck, some, it's, it's really terrible to be in a place where like, you don't know what's going on. And nothing's working. It's so frustrating. And you can, I've seen how people can spiral and go into, you know, and how it can affect them um, not to be able to live their life normally. And mm-hmm. just I've seen such improvement with just, you know, adding it as a supplement to other things that they're doing where they've gotten their life back. And they can actually have a life you know that's fulfilling and functional and,
0: they're not hiding away anymore.
1: so it's just,
0: uh, yeah, it's really life changing. So you've mentioned Reiki and I know you also do more than Reiki. Um, do people come to you with like physical body issues, um, for your kind of more energetic practice or are they coming to you for more of like holistic spiritual? Like, are they in emotional turmoil?
1: Yes, I, I get all those types of people. Um, and like you mentioned besides, you know, doing Reiki. I also do the Tao healing hand blessings, um, which is a little bit stronger, but you kind of have to see if the person gets approval for them. Um, say that so again.
0: I, what does that mean? The Tao healing blessings. Yeah. Like the um, approval, approval
1: meaning like I have to check with source, like, is that person ready to receive this mm-hmm. right now or not? Mm-hmm. Or am I allowed to, you know, do, use them. this for them? Cause they're a little bit more powerful. Um, and even if you get a no, it doesn't mean no, like forever, just may, maybe it means no right now. Cause there's something, there's some steps that they need to take before they can get it. But yes.
0: So to uh, Anna, what does source mean when you say you're connecting to source to get insight on, um, <laughs> to get insight on if the person is ready for a healing? Cause it sounds like you're doing a bit of a check-in at a spiritual level. Yes. You don't want to you don't want to be doing too much to somebody that they may not be ready for.
1: Yes. Also, because, um, when I heal, I'm able to, um, I've taken advanced healing so I can erase karma. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, transcending through many lives, many past lives, many mm-hmm. souls are involved. Um, so that's why you have to ask for permission. Cause is it, are they at a point where, whatever karma is ready to be erased can be erased or do they need to take some steps before we can go there? Um, Cause when you do the healing, it's going from mind, body, soul, everything um, mm-hmm. it's multidimensional. Um, wherever it's connected to karma. I don't know. Sometimes it shows, sometimes it doesn't. It just varies. It's a very
0: individualized process. It's very personal. Um, depends what the person comes in with. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I I'm getting how hard it can be to explain for somebody who's new. And so in case you're wondering, so I mean because I've I get to work with Tamana and I've known her for more than a year now, um th- that connection to source, like I I connect in my own way to source energy through meditation. Tamana, I know you also do it through I think meditation. Meditation. I've talked about it through intuitive readings, like for me, having an image come into my mind or a knowingness for the answer of what it is and keeping my own judgment out of it, like kind of keeping my own brain quiet so I can sort of hear or see the answer. And Tamana, sounds like you're doing this on a on a level with the intent to heal. Like I do that with the intent to read somebody. But for you, it's the intent to like what level of my own healing work am I going to be able to use with this person? So it's an alignment with them for their learning highest and best truth. Am I summarizing that right? Kinda. Um, kind of. <laughs> I do the meditation um to connect,
1: yes, because I get have to get that deep. But I've had um specific downloads where like, is this person ready to receive a title? Like, it'll give me a yes or no. <laughs> and then, you know, if if they're not ready, like, I'll tell them, like, what steps they can take. And we can try, like, in a week or two to check again to see if they get approval. We'll go from there. Um, as far as, yeah, the other things, they just really assess to the person, um, like, what they need, um, It's not just the way the healing works. It's on an emotional level, mental level, physical level, and spiritual level. So it's not just targeting one area. So regardless of what they come in to me with, um, sometimes people don't even know what they want. (laughs) And so I'm like, uh, they're like, let's just see what comes up, but I'm targeting all areas. So I'll see everything. And then, you know, afterwards, when we discuss, I'll let them know like where the healing was really being absorbed more versus... It's going everywhere, but where it's being targeted more is probably an area of concern. If something's happened there um, or if trauma's coming up or if I'm getting visuals or there's someone from a past life trying to connect that wants to clear the karma. So it just varies. Anything can come up. It just depends on the person.
0: I mean, I'm, I, I'm just saying if you are interested at all in more multidimensional facets of our own mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, and have you know, as a listener, been confounded by lacks of answers, maybe in therapy or um, with healthcare. This could be a compliment. And um, so I also work with the VA hospital um, for their physical therapy. Um, sometimes their oncology patients
1: and. So it just, I've noticed like people are doing, having chemo and how it can really drain you and you can't do anything. Um, so I've had patients who like, will do the Reiki as a supplement to chemo and after having the Reiki, um, they're more energized. They can kind of, you know, still have a regular day, you go out and shop and do stuff, uh, where I've had people who are in therapy where maybe they're not really having things come out. So when they do Reiki with therapy, um, not just physical therapy, but also like seeing a therapist. What happens is like anything that's in your subconscious that maybe you're not even aware of, is going to get pushed out. So you're going to have a bigger like push and it's just kind of increases your regular therapy that you're doing. Um, So it just amplifies things, right? And then if you're doing physical stuff on your body, it's increasing your
0: body's natural ability. So you're getting multiple things that it's targeting. I love it because... You're working on really subtle levels, but I look at it in a way of being kind of upstream to really getting towards maybe the source or an origin point of how to reroute or reconnect or unblock something that's happening on a really subtle energy level. And you have that ability through your training, which uh, to maybe a lay person or someone not experienced with it, can, it seems like, what are you really doing? It was like, well, actually. <laughs> i'm working a lot of different energetic tools and one of the questions i have and i'm actually just curious about it because i i understand what reiki is but what's Tao hands-on healing can you explain that a little bit for us um it's the with reiki i'm getting in a meditative state and
1: i'm you know basically used as a conduit to send energy healing energy Uh, with the Tao healing hands it's the same concept but in that i'm also able to Channel so actual people from heaven join in and assist. Other souls can come and assist, animal souls can come and assist. Um, I kind of open the doors to whoever wants to kind of be a part of the healing. Um, and it's just yeah, anyone can show up. So it's been it's quite interesting who shows up for who. Uh,
0: so I just have to say, we have a, a mutual friend in common, and I know that you worked on an animal of theirs, <laughs> and how cute. And I've met this, I've met this animal. And so when our friend, our mutual friend was telling me about how the animal was like, he was like, Oh, is that the lady who sends the angels? Cause you were helping him with the healing. And I just thought that was like the cutest thing ever. Tomad <laughs> so, well, is the lady who sends the angels to help with healing everybody. <laughs> I've had monks show up. I've had Buddhists,
1: like, monks show up. I've had um, other entities, like, gods show up from different religions. You know, it's interesting. It's just, like, um, maybe because I grew up in believing in this oneness. So I've been so open to other religions and spirituality, like, as a child. Mm -hmm. So I don't get surprised when, like, (laughs) even though I, you know, even if I don't follow it, like, Mother Mary shows up or if so... I'm like, okay, like, that's so cool. And I'm just enjoying the experience. So yeah, it's just it's so fulfilling on so many levels. Like, it's just that, one of those things you have to experience to really understand.
0: What's your medical training like? And how does that how does that show up for you now when you're doing more medical? Well, I'm not practicing clinically. So okay. I'm
1: doing more thing as a medical science leader, more educational, medical affairs, stuff like that. Okay. Um, but that medical background comes in the healing stuff because when I'm healing like all my medical knowledge comes just rushing so when I start seeing inside the body sometimes like I can see things I can identify a cell that's not supposed to be there you know or something's yeah. going on with an organ like it just comes up very differently from mm-hmm. you know? like I can see what's happening in the bones or yeah and it, it just varies what comes up and sometimes nothing comes
0: up, right? Like, you know, sometimes you don't see it, but that knowingness kicks in where you know what's happening. I know that you have an Instagram account and you do a lot. You just, you're doing a meditation series this week. Is that right? Or
1: it's... water blessing,
0: water blessings, water, the full moon. And you do these things periodically for people, or just for people who kind of are connected to you or follow you. So, what's how can people find you, and what's coming up? So, on Instagram or my website, which is universalhealinglight.com.
1: And um, right now, for the April 15th and 16th, the full moon, I'm doing water blessings. So basically, whatever your intentions are, I'm going to amplify them in the water blessing. So, whatever blockages you have. Um, that might be getting in the way of your intentions coming you know, true or having them for yourself, it's going to kind of push that um, out, push those blockages out. So that's what's happening right now.
0: That's great. And so they can find you at universalhealinglight.com and then also follow you on Instagram. Tamana posts really beautiful, inspirational quotes. It's not one of those pages where she's like pitching you for stuff. She's just sharing beautiful, uh, inspiration all day. So I recommend following but her about
1: my quotes. Like I get messages when I'm in meditation in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's <really> so <laughs> sometimes, perfect. Sometimes I know who they're for, sometimes I don't. So I kind of, if something pops at me, I'm like, okay, someone needs to see this. And I just kind of share it. Mm-hmm. So whoever needs to see it gets to,
0: hopefully. hopefully. Yeah. Perfect. And then if they want to work with you as a, as a, one to one practitioner. How? What's the best way for people to do that? Is it through your website? Just book online. Um, I think the Instagram is also linked to book now. I'll take you to the website. Well, I have worked with Tamana I recommend working with Tamana if anything that we've talked about has sounded interesting or it could be a step forward to explore another area of like emotional mental physical spiritual well-being um i think it's also important as a tune-up sometimes maybe you're not in a moment of crisis but you just want a hello and to kind of have that sort of spiritual massage instead of Maybe also book the book body massage too, but that's a great opportunity to get some some good insight and information. I've always really loved the insights and information I get when I work with you, Tamana. And she's so great about kind of sending follow ups. Um, she does like it's this isn't Tamana. I know you're not just doing this because like you'll you'll write back a week later going or oh this other piece of info came in when I was meditating this morning and I wanted to share it with you. You know, it's just it's so personal and authentic and beautiful, and I just want to share about that and celebrate you. So thank you so much for for joining today. Is there anything else you are interested in sharing for people to know or learn about? Yeah, I'm so grateful
1: and thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I have no interest in doing it just for doing it. I, I really genuinely want people to like live their best life. And so if, like if this is, I was given this gift to share with the world, I want to make the best use of it You know, to help those that need it. And I always like try to tell my you know clients, I'm like, I don't want you to be dependent on me, right? So it's oh, like I yeah. teach them tools, like I want you to kind of use those tools. The more you use them, the more benefit. So eventually, you know, you're you can do it for yourself. And then if something comes up, I'm always there. You can, you know, whether it's like you need to see me once a month or six well, once in six months, but at least let's get you better first so you can kind of be independent.
0: I think that what you just said also is really important is also helping to coach people to have the empowerment that they can be a major component of their own healing process. And this is interesting. So my husband, excuse me, my husband's a nurse, he's a transplant nurse. And so all of his patients have recently gotten a new kidney or a liver or a something. And even he like, and he's, he's into this work that I do that you do, but he's also like, firmly ensconced in the Western medical tradition as well, um, just because of where he works and he's, you know, science minded too, but he's like, Ellen, if there's a person I have, who's a patient who feels empowered in their healing, they do 10 times better. If there's a patient who believes it's everyone else's job to heal them, they flounder. And it's like, there's like this 90% mindset game in healthcare. Like we can be empowered to be our own healers. And once we recognize that and you help teach people tools to have that, we can live more vibrant lives, have more vitality, be more centered. Yeah. Because even with the healings, I
1: mean, there's times where there's people who don't want to do, take the steps, you know? Yeah. Um, they just want you to do all the work, but they don't want to do the stuff that they have to do. But you have to realize sometimes source area or you have to do the healings. it's like, okay, maybe we did 50% or 80% but they want to see how much the person really wants it for themselves. Mm-hmm. So you might have to put that 20% or 10%, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so It just depends on the person, how much they want to kind of improve themselves is how much they get
0: out of it. Yeah. Oh, it's so multifaceted. So many layers. That's beautiful. Thank you for, thank you for being a guest late night. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. This was fun. <laughs>